Hey girl, how's it going? Welcome to the third season of SBC. We're in October and this year I wanted to do something nice to celebrate Halloween. So I'm releasing four episodes of SBC this month, which means you're getting a new episode about a new book every Monday in October. Not only that, I'm also hosting movie nights every Saturday, where you can join me in a meet room, watch a horror flick with me and chat about it afterward. To check out the full list of movies and get that meet link, go to monicasanoli.com.br. This is episode 2 of my spooky season special, and today we take a refreshing dive into Shirley Jackson's concise yet vivid prose. But first, let's go ahead and see if your library card is in order. Where are the children's books, please? In that room right over there. Would you like me to pick you out one with lots of pictures in it? No, thank you. I'm sure I can manage. You know, you could have your very own library card, and then you could take books home. And you wouldn't have to walk here every day. You could take as many as you like. That would be wonderful. Hey, welcome back to the library. This is where I tell you what I'm going to be reading next, so you can prepare for the next episodes if you want to read along with me. The next episode will be released next week, on October 19th, and it's going to be about The Amazing I'll Be Gone in the Dark by Michelle McNamara. On the 26th, we are going to talk about Brother by Anya Alborn. If you want to prepare for November, on the 2nd, I'm going to discuss The Silent Companions by Laura Purcell. Later, on the 16th, you get an update on the Alex Kuzman case. And finally, on the 30th, I'm going to be discussing Ordeal by Innocence by Agatha Christie. Alright, now that you know what to expect from the following episodes, let's spend some time with Shirley Jackson and her family. To Hermione Jean Granger, I leave my copy of the Tales of Beadle the Bard in the hope that she find it entertaining and instructive. Mummy should read me those. The Wizard and the Hopping Pot, Babbity Rabbity and the Cackling Stump. <laughs> Come on. Babbity Rabbity. No? Shirley Jackson, author of the classic short story The Lottery, was known for her terse, haunting prose. But the writer possessed another side, one which is delightfully exposed in this hilariously charming memoir of her family's life in rural Vermont. Fans of Please Don't Eat the Daisies, Cheaper by the Dozen, and anything Irma Bonbeck ever wrote will find much to recognize in Shirley Jackson's home and neighborhood. Children who won't behave, cars that won't start, furnaces that break down, a pugnacious corner bully, household help that never stays, and a patient, capable husband who remains lovingly oblivious to the many thousand things mothers and wives accomplish every single day. Our house, writes Jackson, is old, noisy, and full. When we moved into it, we had two children and about 5,000 books. I expect that when we finally overflow and move out again, we will have perhaps 20 children and easily half a million books. Jackson's literary talents are in evidence everywhere as is her trenchant and sentimental wit. 
Yet there's no mistaking the happiness and love in these pages, which are crowded with the raucous voices of an extraordinary family living a wonderfully ordinary life. Life Among the Savages is a somewhat fictionalized memoir of Shirley Jackson's life with her four children. The text was originally written in the form of short stories published in a few women's magazines and later edited into novel format. It's absolutely delightful, and it was a breath of fresh air after coming out of the dull and exhaustive The Turning of the Screw. The book covers the years in Jackson's family's life, from their move to Vermont until the birth of their fourth child. It's a first-person account of a mother's attempt at keeping a chaotic household in order, making sure the children eat their breakfast and have clothes to wear to school the next day, all while trying to read her thrillers and write. All the stories she tells are hilarious and relatable if you come from a big or loud family. But the bits I liked the most were the story of why and how they bought a car and the story of the day she took the kids shopping. I've been in the kids' position and I'm getting closer and closer to being in the mother's position, which allowed me to put myself in everyone's shoes and that just made it even funnier. Shirley Jackson's prose is my absolute favorite thing about her because it's so easy to read. She always goes straight to the point, she has a dark sense of humor that makes her stand out from other writers in the genre, and she was able to insert suspense into everything she wrote, even into Life Among the Savages. There's a passage in the book where a bat comes flying into the house and her husband and the cat sort of challenge each other to see who will do a better job in getting, getting rid of it. It's funny, but at the same time she writes it in a way that you sort of expect something darker to happen. The same when her oldest son starts kindergarten and comes back home talking about this boy in school that's always getting into trouble. Speaking of her son, I loved the strong personalities she gave each children. I felt like I knew them, like I was hanging out with them the whole time I was reading. Because Life Among the Savages is a memoir, a character section doesn't make much sense in this episode, so we're not going to sit with the mean girls today. Instead, we're going straight to the freezer. How often do you read it? Haven't you ever read the same book over and over again? Um, I guess I read Little Women more than once, but I mean, that's a classic. What's so great about The Shining? The question should be, Rach, what is not so great about The Shining? <laughs> okay, and the answer would be nothing. All right? This is like the scariest book ever. I bet it's way better than that classic of yours. <laughs> okay. Unless you're afraid of having and raising children, Life Among the Savages is not a book you should read and get scared. It doesn't have any chills to give, but it is the right pick for you if you want to spend some time with Shirley Jackson and get to know her better. I enjoyed it a lot, and I'm excited to keep reading her work. She's definitely one of my top five favorite writers, falling into a category I like to call I would read her groceries list if I could. If you haven't already, check my Haunting of Hill House episode. It came out a year ago, and it's still one of my favorite things I've ever done on the internet. Keep listening to SBC for more Jackson. That was SBC Season 3, Episode 4. 
Thank you for listening and stay tuned for more. Check the episode's descriptions for links and more info.